Good evening, Anchor Nuts. It's Saturday night, and while you are outside having a great time, hopefully the time of your life, I am stuck in the car studio by myself recording Anchor because, well, I promised you I would. On tonight's show, we're talking about radio DJs. Do you have a favorite radio DJ? And also, do you even listen to the radio? As well, I want to talk about the personification of sports teams, I know it sounds like a big deal, but it's more so like when a sports team tweets at another sports team and what that means for the rest of us. And last but not least, Yelp is in now in the world of AI reviews. And not just the fake ones that are like, oh, this is so good, but real ones that can convince people that this AI that wrote it is it, it's, it's real. AI is coming and it's real and it's starting with Yelp. That's the show. Let's Let's get into it. First things first, let's start off with these AI Yelp reviews. So if you've ever been on the iTunes store or any website that asks customers for reviews, you've no doubt seen one of two things. One, someone soliciting you for an incredible service where they made $10,000 a month and it was as easy as 45 minutes a day. That is not true. Also, you may have seen what looks to be fake reviews. And a lot of these fake reviews get you know taken off and captured by, um, I'm sure it's actually AI or bots or people that say, you know what, this review it doesn't make any sense because it's not even in, in real proper English and the grammar is so bad. We're going to delete it because it it's not real. Well, somewhere on this wonderful planet, AI in a university has been created that creates Yelp reviews that are good enough to not be detected by any sort of spam body uh, computer programs, which I think is wild. Wild because, well, that's where we're headed, but it just feels like we're getting closer and closer and closer. Like if you're reading, you know, here's a good example. You go to Amazon and you read reviews and there's one or two reviews that you're like, oh, like these are probably the people that own the product or manufacture the product because they're just way too over overwhelming. Then you go like the three-star reviews, and that's where the real good is because it's people that find good and bad things about those products. Well, this AI is going to turn into the three-star reviews. It's, it's going to be able to write reviews for anything, and ultimately more than just reviews like essays and copy, that you can't detect wasn't written by a person, which means can you imagine being a grade school teacher trying to mark an essay that was written by AI that a student just turned on or paid five bucks to get access to? Yeah, okay, so we scrolled a little bit from the AI reviews, but I think it's kind of cool that we're developing computer language that is actually turning into real language. And this even uses language like OMG in the, in the proper context of saying, oh my goodness, or oh my God, or, or however you use OMG, oh my Greek friends. Uh, anyway, it's coming. Buckle up. So question of the day is, do you or do you not listen to the radio? I'm not referring to satellite radio, XM, Sirius, any of that stuff. Do you listen to a local AM or FM station? Because I find this fascinating. You can listen to any one of those songs or music or whatever, unless it's talk radio, on Spotify or Apple Music for free for $10 a month. You can listen to all those songs. It doesn't matter. Which This occurred to me the other day. I know that it has always made sense to me for a while, but... Why would I turn into a radio? Outside of convenience, click the button. I'll gamble and hopefully there's a song that I like on there. What about radio DJs? Because radio DJs have to create content that you want to turn into and listen to. 
And that's ultimately what separates that radio station from another radio station outside of its genre. And this comes to me because up here in Canada, we have our favorite sports anchors, Jay and Dan Onright, or Jay Onright and Dan O'Toole, are coming back from Canada. They were at Fox News for a while. They're quirky, they're interesting, but people tune in to watch these sports highlights because of these two casters. And I thought it was interesting because the other competing station here called Sportsnet, it, it tries to have different different sports anchors and casters, but they just don't have the personality or the chops to make me want to tune in for them. Because I have it booked in my calendar for Monday night at 10 o'clock to tune in to watch these two sports anchors review sports. But I'm not watching it for the sports because I get the sports highlights anywhere all over the internet. I'm watching it for Dan and Jay. I think that's a very interesting evolution of the sports anchor or the anchor in general. And then, hey, media, maybe you should be paying attention to this. Right? Like CTV Morning Live. Do I want to tune in and just watch a regular old anchor? Or do I want to watch someone who is a personality? Someone who's very, very interesting and can, can hold an audience and engage with them. And then sometimes, you know, create something offensive. And I don't mean that in a way that like makes you turn off. But maybe controversial is a better word than offensive. The world needs to learn what Jay and Dan are doing for TSN. They need to apply it to their old platforms. And if you're listening to radio, stop it. Everyone here loves Wendy's Twitter account. And if you don't understand what I'm talking about, stop listening to this. Go to Wendy's Twitter account and check out what they're tweeting. Wendy's Twitter account is tweeting like this amazing, sarcastic, sassy personality that apparently is Wendy's. Right? And if you're a big sports fan, you'll realize that all of our all of our teams, and it doesn't matter what sport you're in, have Twitter accounts which they use for, you know, for messaging or Facebook accounts. But it's more so on Twitter in, in this instance. And these accounts take on the personalities of the team. And it's funny because, I mean, it's obviously just a team of people or even one person behind a keyboard making sarcastic jokes. But it really helps shape the culture of how that team is perceived. And a good example of this is the Los Angeles Kings. They play in the NHL. They as you can imagine, are competing with the Dodgers and the Lakers and the LA Rams are there now. Like they're a big, they're a, in like one of the biggest markets in the U.S. next to New York, and they're a hockey team in the middle of California. Like, how do you compete with that online and 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 get your get your PR strategy and media strategy out there? Well, what they've done is they became they were really sarcastic. Like the LA Kings are this smug, sarcastic Twitter account that makes fun of other teams and other players and calls them out. And if you're a fan, they'll call you out. And they get a lot of attention for it. In fact, they're one of the best-run Twitter accounts, I would say, in sports. Now, I mean, I could be wrong on that, but they're definitely a very, very good example of what can be done. And what I love about this is they're evolving and they're making good content and they're kind of shaping how sports teams are going to be content platforms in the future. Whereas a team like the Vancouver Canucks, yeah, again, a hockey team, it is in their policy not to respond back to other teams. And so if you tweet them as a team and make fun of them, which happens all the time, uh, especially during the playoffs when they make it, they won't tweet back. They just kind of take it and they just try, try to take the higher road. Which, you know, it works for their brand, whatever. But overall, as a fan, I love this. And I love when, when sports teams take on those accounts and those personalities. And, and they kind of let me in. Let me in behind the scenes a little bit to say, hey, you know, the LA Kings, like, are you 
Oh, like what kind of what kind of king on the Game of Thrones are you? Now I know that you're a, a sarcastic, funny one that is really, really arrogant, and I don't really watch Game of Thrones. You're gonna have to tell me who that would be. Three of the hottest takes around. Just kidding. There's takes. I know. I just. I don't know. I was feeling it. I'm tired. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you chose to be here, and that means a lot to me. And if you know who actually said that first, like that whole, like that quote, that segment, please let me know because I'm ripping them off. But I just feel so, so right. It's Labor Day weekend. I don't know if you have Labor Day in the States. Let me know if you do. We can celebrate together, maybe, somehow. Uh, it'd be fun to think about. Anyway, I'm going to get some shut-eye because I've got a big day tomorrow. It's the annual uh, Labor Day football game for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. And it's a big deal in this province. So I'm sure to have one, two, or maybe even three takes about what happened there and fan etiquette and the whole kit and caboodle. That's all from me tonight. Toodaloo, everyone.